0: and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, Frank Bogle was able to make it out of uh, with his job intact. He he survived the loss of the Kings and the Lakers responded by barely beating the Pistons. If I was to tell you that Anthony Davis would uh, shoot 10 of 15 from the field, score 24 points to go with 10 boards, a couple assists, a couple steals, a few blocks... That that LeBron James would uh, follow that effort up with 20, 12 of 20 from the field, uh, for 33 points, nine assists, five rebounds, um, and only two turnovers. And and then you know Russell Westbrook would shoot 10 of 16 from the field for 25 points, nine assists, six boards, um, and a steal of his own. You would say, oh yeah, the Lakers beat whoever. Play, they were playing by double digits they could have beat any number of teams could have been a, a, a playoff contender you would think uh the yeah the, the lakers this is the kind of night that the lakers just kind of take care of business and it winds up being kind of a laugher well <laughs> the lakers beat the detroit pistons 110 106 at home uh they at one point carried a 19 point lead that got whittled down all the way to i believe four points Uh, before the Lakers did enough to win down the stretch. And, like, this is the nice thing about having LeBron is that those games that, you know, sure, you cough up a lead. Typically speaking, LeBron James teams are good enough at at executing down the stretch to where they do just enough uh, to be able to take care of business despite giving up the, the big lead. And, yeah, it's frustrating as hell to see the Lakers once again Give up a big lead to a Detroit Pistons team that is just not good, you know. And 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 yeah, it's 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 just the season is just taxing. You can hear in my voice, I, although you know this is just a a long vacation. Cold, solid timing on that part. But the Lakers need more from from other guys on the roster. You know, Avery Bradley plays eighteen minutes. 0 of five from the field, 0 of four from three-point range, one rebound, one assist, two steals, uh, one foul, and is a plus one against the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Wayne Ellington, who would I, I I would normally like to 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 play a little bit more than Avery Bradley, he's not really making a great case for himself. 15 minutes, two of four from the field, one of three from uh, three-point range, minus 11 on the night. Team worst minus eleven on a night where the Lakers held a 19-point lead. Uh, Taylen Horton Tucker is is you know he had some good moments. This was one of his better games compared to the last five or so that he's played. Uh, he finishes the game 12 points, four of ten from the field, one of four from three-point range, three of four from the free throw line. I believe it's his first missed free throw of the season. Uh, eight boards is good. Four assists is pretty good. Uh, the five fouls were tough. He was getting kind of a tough whistle, but he wasn't necessarily making a great case for himself. Mello has a, a tough game for himself. Uh, 20 minutes, 0 of 7 from the field, 0 of 4 from three-point range, uh, two boards, no, four boards, two assists, a seal, and, uh, you know, it was a plus three on the night. So you could see this. It was just Malik Monk is somebody else who would knock down shots normally, you would hope. He was 0 of 3 from three-point range, one of five in total from uh, the field. Austin Reeves looked like somebody, a, an undrafted rookie who was coming off of a lengthy absence. He never really looked very comfortable out there. So the Lakers just, they, they need more from guys who aren't LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook, because look, they aren't going to keep playing the Rockets. They aren't going to keep playing the Thunder, the, the Pistons, like, these, these kinds of the Kings, these kinds of games aren't going to be, continue to keep coming. And, and yeah, like, you know, one line of, of thought here is that the Lakers get bored against these teams because they aren't getting pushed and all of these things. And I, I would, I think there's some credence to that, but I will say this, the Lakers team, when they have played teams that you would think would, they, they would get up for it. They've gotten spanked. Like it hasn't been very competitive in those games. If more often than not, the Lakers are getting blown out, then they're blowing out anybody. They've still not beaten any team this year by more than 10 points. It's not great. A couple of notes from this one on the positive side, though. Uh, When the Lakers went to their small lineups, you saw plenty of driving lanes there for Russell Westbrook and for LeBron James. So I think that's going to become more of a staple. Another thing that I took of note here is that Dwight Howard didn't play at all. And with LeBron playing a little bit more five, potentially, the Lakers might be getting at a point where they start alter, they start alternating games uh, for DeAndre and for Dwight Howard. Uh, that's going to be kind of interesting here if both of those guys are going to be okay with smaller roles than I think even they thought they were getting heading into the season. And then, you know, lastly, the Lakers did go on a run here with uh, the starters in the third quarter. And... Yes, it's the Detroit Pistons, but there were a few things that I thought the Lakers really prioritized in that run, and it was if you get a stop, just push the ball. Get out and run and run and run. And the more that the Lakers do that, the better they are going to look consistently. It's just that every time they get a 15-ish point lead or so, they take their foot off the pedal. They try to—it's it's, basically—it reminds me, frankly— of a college basketball team or of a college football team where it's always wild to me. And, and, and hell, even some pro football teams with bad coaches, where you see this team, I I'm a Vikings fan. The Vikings get like a 14 point lead and Mike Zimmer just decides, yep, we're just gonna, and, and Clint Kubiak, uh, you know, they just decide, yeah, we're just gonna run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And then you pass if you absolutely have to. So on top of putting your passing team in a tough spot, now they're more often than not just stopping the clock as you get ready to punt and send the ball back over to the other team. And and lo and behold, the other team gets back into the game. And for the Vikings this year, more often than not, they have given up their, their double-digit lead and lost the game. And, and I think here for the Lakers, and, and you know the reason I brought up college basketball is the same thing where you see a team have, like, an eight-point lead with a, a minute or so to go, and they milk the clock, they milk the clock, they milk the clock, and then they go into, like, a, a prevent, like, kind of zone defense where they where they don't want to foul and they don't want to stop the clock. And then, oh, wow, <laughs> where'd that eight-point lead go? It is it is now a two-point game, and, and you are now nervous about a game that you shouldn't have been nervous about in the first place. And, and I think here with, with the Lakers... They they do a version of that, but it's it's a combination of of I think coaching where the lineups are 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 all over the place. But I think it's also really a it, it the, the onus here falls on the players where they just lose discipline and those things that they were doing to be able to build up their lead, they just stop doing them on both sides of the ball. They stop running, they stop moving on offense, and then on defense, they stop rebounding. They stop making the extra rotation that you have to, you know, and, and, and they start gambling on plays that they, they don't have to. And, and all of a sudden that 19 point lead drops down to a 13 point lead. And that 13 point lead drops down to an eight point lead. And that eight point lead drops down to a four or five point lead. And now all of a sudden the team that you're playing against, in this case, a, a Pistons team that isn't a good basketball team, it is going to be one of the three or four worst teams in the league this year. Even that kind of team can come back on a on, on a Lakers team that just doesn't give a bleep. And I, I you know, the Lakers were honoring Chick Hearn tonight. Now, I was I was I wasn't gonna bring this up on the pod, but I, I can't help myself at this point. The Lakers are were honoring Chick Hearn uh, tonight, and it was really cool to see all the clips. It was great to hear Stu Lance talk about uh, Chick Hearn. But I thought one of the the more telling moments in this one was. Uh, Billy Mack asks him, you know, do you think this would be safe to be put in the refrigerator? And Stu Lance goes, with this group, you know, and and we've seen this team blow so many large leads that, you know, I I I remember Chick Hearn putting a game against the Sacramento Kings back in the day. He put that thing in the <laughs> in the refrigerator in the first quarter. It's a great video on YouTube. Just Google Lakers 44-2, to two, something like that, uh, first quarter against the Kings. It's, it's phenomenal. Um, and, and, you know, that was a, a really telling moment there from Stu Lance. And I couldn't help but think, like, while I was listening to, to the Chick Hearn clips, and one of the things that James Worthy and Michael Cooper and A.C. And, uh, Green were saying about Chick was, oh, he didn't pull punches. If he didn't like what he saw from you out there on the court – he would he would let it be known everybody who was watching the game that this isn't Lakers basketball. This isn't the, 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 the kind of the level of basketball that that he wants to represent and his voice wants to represent to the listening and viewing audience. And I it made me think he would fucking hate this team. like Chick Hearn wouldn't like watching this Lakers team play basketball. They don't care. they're undisciplined. You know, the, the Anthony Davis and LeBron James and Russell LeBron's been hurt all year. So, so, you know, that's, that, that's tough or whatever, but Russ makes mental mistakes down the stretches of these games. Anthony Davis, just like, you know, he does enough to, to, to have great stat lines and stuff, but a lot of it feels kind of empty at times to be completely honest. And then all of these role players, like you're either a good offensive player or you're a not terrible defensive player. And, and. You know, Frank Vogel isn't doing a very good job of maximizing the roster any either. So I, I, I you know they're honoring Chick Hearn, and I couldn't help but think the entire time they're on honoring Chick Hearn, he's watching from on high and saying, "Don't associate me with that team." <laughs> anyway, the uh, the thing to, to keep an eye on coming out of this one, LeBron said that he was. Uh, feeling okay and that he's going to be good to go on Tuesday after getting you know kind of a bump on the hip he was kind of grabbing at his side uh, we'll see how sore he is when he wakes up in the morning uh, but we'll keep an eye on 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 his status moving forward uh, now that guys are getting back healthy uh, the rotation is going to start getting interesting and Frank Vogel is going to have some decisions to make so we'll see how that comes goes down and the quotes and the the, the quotes coming out of practice as the Lakers and some of those rotation players who are getting squeezed now for minutes are going to start reacting to getting squeezed for minutes. That's going to be really interesting. And then again, like I said earlier, the, the schedule is going to start getting tougher. So we're going to start seeing how the Lakers play when you know we're all being told, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll step up when we have to step up. We'll see if they actually follow through on those words. That's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Make sure you check out the Can You Dig It folks. Uh, Sabrina is sitting in for Christian on that one. She and Jacob are going to react to this game. Uh, and then all week we are getting right back to the grindstone after a nice little break. Even though I don't sound like I took much of a break, uh, here we are all the same getting ready to get you guys ready to, uh, to hopefully see the Lakers start picking it up. Anthony Davis said they just need to win 10 in a row. Anthony, I am here for that. Until tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.